0: Hey y'all, welcome back to a Monday, June 27th, 2022 edition here on the Chase Most Podcast, where I am still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee. Apologize for the kind of two-day delay here on pods. So we did this a few days ago uh, here on the podcast, but uh, kind of was out of commission uh, for a little bit, uh, dealing with uh, a little bit of sickness here in the household. So uh, trying to get over that and uh, get started on the uh, this monday edition so uh sports reporters uh, who have indeed reassembled uh yeah over the weekend so glad we were able to still get that in earlier um and talk about all things nba draft yeah there's just a lot of nba takes that we had to talk about and uh the knicks and their pursuit of jalen brunson and the hawks what they do with john collins and nba draft winners and losers and all that kind of stuff so andrew hammond trophy press and bob silverman of the daily beast on this pod at this time as they do every single week. So thank you to them for making the time per usual. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can check us out on YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're over on YouTube, youtube.com slash chasemostpodcast. Like and subscribe. Check out all of our video content. Over there, as we continue growing out the video channel for the show, uh, visit us at podcast.com, the headquarters, access to all my previous episodes and all that good stuff. Uh, read me, all kinds of pieces over at sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com, uh, writing a bunch over there uh, this summer. So check me out at man. that's me, com. Type an email and become a subscriber today. That easy, that simple. Would be great, so I would greatly appreciate it. As always, you can tweet, it, uh, t- tweet at me at um, chase double underscore Thomas and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash chase Thomas writer. And as always, you can email this very program at chase Thomas podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right, Uncle Darren, let's go. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to, record.
1: See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it.
0: All right. Hello. Welcome back to a, another episode of the sports reporters who have indeed reassembled. Oh yeah. Is that? Hold on. Is that? Is that Bob Silverman? Is that? Uh... Hi. Hi, Bob. Hi. Hi, Andrew. Hi. How you Bob. doing, buddy? I'm Andrew, doing can right. you believe that's Bob?
2: I we're on, we're, honestly, we're We're going at it as hard as we can. Honestly, I um, thought can I want to do this bit every. I, week. I I thought it was the sexiest man on earth, but then I realized that's Bob, well, and that's then I right. was like, it's Bob me. is the sexiest man on earth. I like that. I, I I'm the sexiest fake Brooklyn Jesus man on earth. It's true. That's you true. could pass for one, and I'm not going to lie; it would work. Like you could be, you could. I want to put like you in a in a robe and then put jesus and then in, in uh, parentheses rob is my homeboy
1: both both jewish it's just a see transition yeah yeah yeah, um, uh, yeah. hi guys thank you that was lovely i'm going to do this every week really, it's going to be I motivation really, to
0: keep this thing moving
1: even if we I, I just want to pivot to the fact that andrew 64 I, yes. I you know for my entirety of my i have never Little inside how the uh, podcast office is made here folks, but the entirety of our recording experience, Andrew Chase and I have never been in the same room together Andrew mm. and I have never been in the same room together that's Chase by law by the way in the same physical location together so my only knowledge of Andrew as a human being taking up physical space in the universe is this sort of small box right here which I'm gesturing at badly mm. That's him to me so finding out that he's uh, got like I don't know, like a, a what is it? A six ten standing reach? That's a whole <laughs> new world for me. I
2: I. It, what's funny is today I was at the store. He's so happy about this. No, He's so well, happy it's, about it's, this. More, <laughs> no, it's it's actually something you you said a six foot ten standing reach, and mm. I literally had to get a because uh, I have my I always have my headphones on when I'm in the store. One, I like listening to you know mu- either music or a podcast. Oh, I get that, yeah. And I don't like to be bothered. Mm, um, we're on the same page. And so this woman kind of pulls me aside and I'm like, uh... I don't work. Like, I'm looking at her like, I don't work here. But mm-hmm. I, they're noise-canceling, so I don't even know what the hell she's saying. And mm-hmm. so she's you're like, doing hey, the, You're doing the can't-hear-you, I don't work here, go away. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> it, well ver, like, visually, I think I'm doing that, but I don't want to be an asshole about it. And so I, she says, hey, can you get that box for me up there? And it was like a like a, like a refill. Like a, I thought it was like an air filter, but it was like a kitty litter, like, refill box or whatever and yeah i literally just stood up kind of moved it a little bit brought it down and her daughter is looking at me like he's the tallest person on earth Earth. little does she know that i have the uh if i miss my first two shots in an open gym it's not gonna be a good day so i I would be very disappointing on a basketball court but if i make my first two shots Mm. I become a black hole on offense, and I'm—I basically become JJ Reddick circa 2005. Where I'll just pull up from everywhere.
0: You know, a lot of comps. Really, that's a, that's some Kendrick
2: Perkins comps right you there. Know, hey, I'm a good three and D guy. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a, I'm a you, fantastic three and D guy. If you want to, if you've ever wanted to have some for
1: your listeners here, if you'd like some insight into the basketball skills of some of your favorite writers, yeah. Um, for y- for years, I only went once. Beckley Mason, mm-hmm. number one. Beckley, Beckley Mason is a is a god among men, as long as the pool of men is basket bloggers.
0: Yeah, he's uh, never he's missed a shot. Beckley Mason's yeah. a legend that these young hoop heads, y- these young hoop writers yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know about.
1: <laughs> there, was a, there, there was a game every year at the Sloan uh, Conference as well. There was mm. a famous basketball game. Um, Beckley would play in that. I, I played once very badly. Um, but you know who has a killer low post game? Who and is taller than you think? Rob Mahoney of the Ringer.
2: I oh, can see yeah. that. How tall I is he? Rob, Ma-
1: Rob Mahoney has a very sort of Kevin McHale type back to the basket. I'm just going to grind you down. Put you in so he's chamber. a fraud. He's out
0: here yeah. writing about uh, just the modern game of basketball, and he's in the gym just Kevin well, McHale
1: himself mm. is practicing some of the more archaic and ancient
2: arts. It's true. The up and under Kevin McHale style. Oh, those he, are... he
1: just gets. He's. All, he, I think he's six two, maybe six three. Yeah. But he's got huh. the kind of frame where once he establishes position, it's very. He's very good. Wait, who's what? what
0: how tall are you, Bob? I'm five nine. Okay, so I'm in the Wait, middle. How tall I'll are take you? I'll I'll take that. I'm in the middle. I'm 5'11 and I can't say six feet because everyone looks at me and they're like, you're not six feet. And I'm
2: like. It's it's the 5'11 that you can't pass for six feet. Yes. It drives me up the wall. I I
0: do the 5'9 and say 5'10.
1: I feel like I'm. People are going to challenge
0: you on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No one's going to be like... Eh. But people
0: challenge you on six feet if you're 5'11". They will challenge you. Yeah,
1: that's, the, that's the Rubicon
2: that you can't cross. You can't mm-hmm. you can't go to the number six if you don't hit that mark. I'm in yeah. the sweet spot where it's like, if you're between six, I'm just on the verge of the sweet spot. Yeah. Especially as a journalist. Hold on.
0: As a 6'4", man. Like, you could say 6'3", 6'2", 6'1", 6'4", 6'5".
2: You can't get away with saying you're 6'4". Or when you're six three because I I walk into a locker room and I'll see six foot you know six foot to six four point guards all the time and I'm just like you're you're six two in the program. Okay, you're six yeah. foot, cool, okay. So mm-hmm. yeah that program height
1: <clears throat> Oh it's a lie. It's oh a yeah, lie. completely I was, bust them. Some friends of mine from Texas uh, were producing a play in New York in two thousand and Somehow Via various life connections They were friendly with uh, Former Knicks point guard Charlie Ward mm. Who I believe lives in The either Houston or Dallas area Those are wildly different I know But he's in one of those Texas metropolises mm. And Charlie Ward came to see the play And I was like Oh cool, I'll say hello to Charlie Ward After the play And I go up and I stand next to him
2: He's 5'11 tops Oh, absolutely. Interesting.
1: Former, former FSU Heisman Trophy winning yeah. quarterback, Charlie Ward, listed 6'2". Uh, Jamie,
2: <laughs> look up
1: the listed height for Charlie Ward, please. Thank you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I We were practically eye-to-eye, Charlie Ward and I, And I'm having a nice conversation with Charlie Ward. We're talking about how he knows everyone's going to play. And it's all I can do to be like,
2: you're not 6'2 <laughs> That is a very Larry David like situation. <laughs> that it would be that they've built this up, and somebody you know for the longest time. At the end of the play, you know he's he's gushing about how great it is, how everything is, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just look at him. You're like, you're not six two, mm-hmm. and, right. and then you make an enemy. Right. who Who is it?
0: Is What's the female doing? equivalent to this? Like men are obsessed with their men's heights, but like, what is the female equivalent to this? Because
2: women don't Ooh, care heard about heard first, off, first off, men are not obsessed. I, I, okay, I don't. Uh. at least I don't feel self-obsessed with my height. Other well, no, if people,
0: you tell, like, men men will challenge other men on their height and what they say. Like, that's I, not a woman thing.
2: I don't care. Uh, according to the internet,
1: the internet says he's 6'2". It's just a lie. Mm. I have seen Charlie Ward with my own eyes. We stood next to each other. This wasn't me seeing him... Oh, from a distance or or playing a game and going huh oh, really is six two no yeah face to face
0: this close to Char- charlie Ward, this close to wait me. hold on but men shrink as they get older charlie wards he
1: was, this, he was like two years out of retirement we're not talking
0: about a 60 year old man with osteoporosis <laughs> i'm trying to help charlie here i'm trying to find it's reasons. true my father
1: my father has has really gotten a lot my father is a lot older he's he was never a tall man. Mm-hmm. The Silverman, the Silvermans
2: as a <laughs> the, as a whole are not yeah. vertical Our dim- people. Are diminutive people? Uh. We are. Yeah, I am one of the
1: tall. At five nine, I am one of the taller members of my like extended family, counting cousins and things like that. But my father's five, my father's five seven or was, and now Ooh. he's he's probably like five.
0: I've oh, wow. Yeah, 5'4", maybe. How tall is your mom?
1: Uh, again, same thing. She was 5'5", five, five, and she's probably down to about
0: 5'2". Interesting. Mm. She's borderline not legally able to drive anymore.
1: She's not driving anywhere. Don't worry about yeah. She's not leaving. She's, she's
0: <laughs> there was someone up. I went to high school with who um, I, I believe was 4'11", and you have to, like, for her to get her license, I think she had to, like, literally, it's legally required for her to have, like, some kind of Tire or seat cushion? Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, you them. literally can't <laughs> yeah, see. So, can you imagine? Hold on, guys. I gotta grab my uh seat cushion. I gotta grab my my
2: memory pillow before we hit <laughs> the road. Hey, 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 Tammy, you 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 gonna drive? Okay, okay, bet. And then we all get to the car, and she's shh, forgot my damn seat cushion. Oh God. Okay, fine. <laughs> Oh, man. Imagine doing you know, yeah. that like when you're trying to go like, to a house party or something mm. in college. Everybody's just like, oh, yeah, no, we're really excited. And then she's got to be like, hey, guys, I hey, hold on, hold on. I got to grab my seat cushion. It's upstairs. <laughs> God damn
1: it. Yeah. That was very, That was like, considering the height of my family, that was a terrifying thing to me growing up. I was scared that Being I would be a, a short king. Mm. And I turned, it was really. Bob, you're just a was king. Legit yeah, that was legit worried. Yeah. There you go. But. Yeah. That was a very – like, it's true. For boys who are – it's not easy being a preteen or a preteen boy when you're shorter than everyone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in this new Uh woke world. Andrew has a timeout
0: here.
2: Okay, we're getting a tall rebuttal here? We're getting a tall rebuttal. Either short or tall it is hell because no everybody, no we not because doing this with tall men this is not expects, happening no. because everybody expects Denied. you to okay i'm sorry <laughs> take it from a tall person take it from some, take uh-huh. it from somebody who's who's above six feet chase mm-hmm. um oh my yeah God. yeah what? oh you got that <laughs> right wow um,
0: yeah no I'm 31 that doesn't bother me anymore i'm good i'm good
2: are are, are we gonna like open the either. onion of a middle school trauma or no you are know what's funny is is i went from like
0: i learned to play basketball at like five two five three so i was yeah. playing aau really oh. small so i learned oh how to play God. basketball small and then i had a growth spurt way too yeah. late where i was like where was this in ninth and tenth grade when i was getting the shit kicked out of me oh, like, why? oh, you,
2: oh you had that growth spurt in in ninth and tenth late. grade oh yeah. see mine just kind of like it was kind of like a, a a home run ball that just keeps going up and up. Uh, the linear then, progression, yeah. But the thing is, when you're in middle school and you're super tall and you're on the basketball team, you're you're still uncoordinated as hell. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's a lifelong story. Uh, but everyone expects you to be good. All of a sudden, well, it's and it's to... and yeah, you're expected to, you know, do this and do that. And for me, it was, look. I'm trying to play positionless basketball before that was a thing. I still want my copyright, damn it. Uh you know, I, hey, I hey
0: I can only imagine Andrew, the middle schooler, going up to his coach and being like, Hey, I, I'm I'm positionless. I don't know if you know. I'm a stretch this or not. four dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm a stretch four, stretch
2: five. I'm sitting here watching Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan extend the floor a bit, little Chris Weber action. Mm. And he's just like you're the tallest kid on the team. Get down the post. You're playing in the five, <laughs> which, which Speaking. here's the thing. I didn't mind doing it. Didn't mm. mind doing it. I enjoyed it. But yeah, Speaking the expectations. Typical slotty types in the NBA draft. Yeah. Huh.
0: We're segueing. Oh, through. that was Bob. Like I'm done with the, the height conversation.
2: Bob, Bob doing I'm a segue. Are we talking about the Knicks <laughs> coming up short? Is that what you're talking about?
0: No, we're
1: not getting to the Knicks yet. We're going to talk Kenny Lofton Jr., folks. We're talking Lofton. Well, I junior. only, well, I only recently realized isn't the son of the former yeah. Cleveland and Atlanta outfielder. How disappointed were you?
2: Very. <laughs> I like the, the of ages Adley. match up yeah. though.
0: Like Kenny yeah. was, Kenny's been retired for a little bit. Marquis Grissom Jr. plays for Georgia yeah. Tech, so there's. The of, the Andrew Jones's I 40, son that. is the number one yeah, yeah, prospect yeah. in baseball. We He's getting. Yeah, Drew Jones. We
1: discussed. Yep. Um. But no, Kenny Lofton being whatever he is, six four, two eighty five. Yeah. And and I really the Minnesota, the Minnesota, the Memphis Grizzlies really do exploit the atypical athlete body type bias for their to their advantage. Like they've mm. got
2: some wide dudes on that team. They've got Xavier, the fun. Xavier Tillman. Yeah. They've got fun, it's like we need fun size basketball. Yeah. And it's like the variety pack. You get John Morant, this kind of sort of diminutive but explosive point guard, a whippet, a whippet of a guy, and then and then you've got you know Stephen Adams. Well, no, no, Stephen Adams isn't there. Who's who's the big Aussie? They got guy?
0: Kyle. They got Kyle Anderson. Wait, and who are you talking about? The Grizz? No, the Grizz still have Stephen Adams.
2: Okay, yeah, They're still on the roster because he
0: was traded for Jonas last year. That's He's still right. On the That's right. He was just hurt um, in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you've got all these like different odd body dudes that are just like in like this little variety pack. You're just like, guys, and and they're actually good and competitive.
1: And you're like, they they drafted my favorite player in the draft, indeterminately who? aged Jake Laravia. Oh, the Wake Forest they're, legend. The Wake Forest legend Jake Laravia, who, mm-hmm. due to some strange error and glitch in the Google algorithm This is mid-90s
2: AAU crap, by the way He
1: was listed at age 22 and just as a matter of coincidence when Jake Larabia got this error cleared up so that he began listed on the internet as being age 20 he starts shooting up draft boards I, I I am very intrigued by this proto Tom Gugliotta Oh, oh, the on wow. of course.
0: The, yeah. the Wait, is it Gugliotta and not Gugliotta? Is it not Gugliotta. No, it's Jake
1: LaLava. I'm comparing him to Tom Gugliotta who played for the team.
0: Why do you keep saying Gugliotta? Yes. Gugliotta. Gugliotta. It's
2: You're go- saying Gugliotta. Gugliotta. Like, you Ray, like, like, like Ray Gugliotta.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm hearing too, Andrew. I'm like, what is he doing? Is he doing a bit? What is this?
2: I thought it was a bit. Tom Gugliotta. <laughs> Over here in the park. Oh my God, Jake Laravia, over here. You completed <laughs> the two, not me. Gugliotto is a. Gugliotto uh, sounds like a like an Italian olive oil company. Gugliotta, yes. hey, I got a And there we Oof. are, kids. Goose.
0: Yeah, like the goose is loose. The second baseman. I am. I am guy expect- for the Braves right now. I
1: am now. excited by a a, a uh, unexpectedly mobile. Uh, good passing, good moving, six eight big in the of the of the Tom Gugliotta school.
0: Mm. Gugliotta, Whatever. I'm just selling all the Memphis stock. Like y'all can have all that. They're I don't know. Great. They're, they're great. not. They're fine. They're they're just I when I see John Morant play a hundred ish games yeah. in a row. Fine. Like we'll what, see. He,
2: th-
1: he just sort of flings himself into the air he just and flings himself
0: all over the beautiful. planet it's just not conducive. it's fun to watch but i don't i, I don't think this he, is gonna he, last long term i don't he That's reminds on me
2: um he he reminds me of early iverson in that form of yeah. where he's just fearless at because i remember saying this but iverson wasn't getting hurt it, no, but Iverson he, didn't. Iverson didn't go in for two handed. That's true. Yeah, like he, but he was fearless around the uh, around the basket. Yeah, Iverson mm-hmm.
1: would mix it up with the big boys in the paint. Yeah, yeah. obviously
2: And and well, but, that and it's but just, Iverson
1: is quicker. Yes. And, and more elusive, and just yeah. Morant is just explosive mm-hmm. and improvisatory in a kind of a different way. And John Morant good, just you know.
0: doesn't
2: give a f. Yeah, that's why he's great. And that I would was,
0: say AI never did either
2: He didn't but the thing is Ja will sit there and go oh I want to dunk this Iverson yeah. may, may maneuver around Ja's just like no I'm, I'm gonna Dunk this like John ja Morant's Best dunks Are the ones he sometimes Misses like there was forget, yeah. There was one in the play It was either in the playoffs yeah, or late got in got the season an He got
1: thrown in the alley-oop I think oh. it was in the, in, in the series against Golden State And it didn't go but it would have just That would have Uh, been like
2: the all timer.
1: Yeah, just trying to give the entire world the gas face. Speaking of explosive, Mm. undersized shooting guards. Yeah, Andrew Hammond, thoughts on the draft that your Detroit basketball Pistons had? Because I think they did real well.
0: Well, here's how we can frame this too, Um, as the Bob Silverman. As the Bob, (laughs) I knew he was going to do this. As the Bob Silverman program uh, comes to a screeching halt for one second. The winners and the, Bob didn't read the doc. He didn't. Oh, he didn't God. go. He didn't read the doc. No, That's he's just thing. like I don't read it. Yeah, he's just running this thing. I don't uh, do it. I'm just going. Here's how you do it. This is how we frame it. We just okay. Go for it. I got it. I got it. You're gonna like this. Is Detroit a winner? Or a loser coming out of it because we're going to do our winners and losers now. And that,
2: like, Chase, <laughs> Bob, you know, I hate this game. I hate calling people <laughs> winners and losers in drafts because they had a it, Andrew. Could you, No, 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 no. How do no, no. I get? Like Jamie, my what did what did Bob say? You. Jamie, okay. what did Bob say? So now? here's. Here's 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 why I say I hate the what? whole winners and losers. Oh wow, that's rude. That's rude. Um I okay, like he's just doing that while drinking coffee, like, oh, okay, children. Um no, here's here's my take on on the Pistons draft. They needed to be aggressive mm-hmm. and they were. Like they did to me it's did you accomplish everything that you wanted? Not some blogger. In oh, in their you. apartment, or not God. some podcaster. No offense, Work. guys. What about a blogger with a full house? Sure, fine, okay, okay. whatever. Uh, they, they we we can pay attention to them, but outside noise in terms that. outside <laughs> noise in terms of what the team should should do. Mm. Like as long as the organization was in alignment on on what they wanted, they accomplished their goals. To me, that's. If if you want to call it winning the draft, I call it a successful draft. I would say Detroit did. I would say Houston did. Uh, I, I yeah, think Houston. I like that. I, I like think that Houston did also kind of kind of like Detroit. We're kind of given this opportunity, and instead of just kind of genuflecting and wondering, "Go oh, should we do it?" No, they just went right after it. They said, "Screw this! We're gonna go after it." No, Andrew, as, a, as a as a Michigan. Uh, Sports Insider, do you have yes. any insight
1: as to how close Detroit may or may not have been to moving the fifth pick? They were receiving offers, according to James Edwards III, and other uh, Vincent Goodwill said it as well. A lot of the New York beat guys said that Detroit was still considering moving the pick for a good stretch from round like pick six to about like thirteen. I was think, still in play.
2: I think had. Give us the inside dope. Shirts, so and, uh, this is no inside dope, but I think in terms of what they wanted, yeah, they got, they got where it was. I, at.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that a lot of people were still making calls with them for. I- oh, no oh yeah, no, okay,
2: that that is true. That is true because yeah. once they realized who they were going to get at five, yeah, they that's got a lot of when. That's when that stuff started to kick up into high gear. Um, yeah, I
1: don't. I don't think. I think once they got him, I think there was almost look. I, all of those. My highlight of the draft was all the all the crying lads. That was just that cracked the, my foul cynical heart. Like Jaden. Oh, Ivy good. Up good.
2: Yeah, J. Jade, no, Jaden Ivy. I was just like, oh. But no, it yeah, Jaden Ivy, they, fucking. Yeah. The kid, saying, uh, oh, the, the kid from the kid who got drafted by Milwaukee. Um, see, I didn't yeah, know his March story all Bo that Champ. much.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And I was March just like, on. oh my gosh. Marshawn Bochamp grieving them. Like the next day, they had an interview with Jaden and then his mom, and Jaden, like, was still in tears. They gave Jaden uniforms oh, that belong yeah, to his parents Jersey's. and then his granddad. I am I'm all here for the crying the crying boys I well,
2: think and it's, and really it's hard hard. much better than you know we because you hear the stories about these young men and yes it's a part of the draft because for so long, it was always analysis fit how they do this, how they do that. Yeah. Um. And then for and then for a short while, it was we don't know who the hell these guys are, but we're gonna tell you and attempt to do it anyway.
1: Eric still has no idea about it about anybody. That's
0: what drafted. I'm saying. Like that was like objectively one of the worst broadcasts I've ever seen for a draft, where it made no sense why. It, so it, you,
2: did you watch the ESPN feed? Because I watched the ABC feed. Because mainly yeah, I was just what was the difference. Stephen a smith complaining about the knicks oh yeah i didn't watch yeah it. i thought okay. it. that's fine. um okay, yeah. but because i was just mainly because i had it on uh mute because i'm just yeah. looking because i'm working that night so i'm just looking at pick draft monitoring mm. uh, you know what Wojen, shams and everybody else is saying and the people complaining about woe and shams and i'm like guys they're doing their job congratulations
0: the from Chase and bob as we live tweet the draft
2: Oh, well, okay, so so that part, I literally looked at. So once again, inside baseball, guys, uh, I looked down pre-draft. This is mm. pre-draft. I looked down at my phone. There's, like, three unread text messages. I don't even know who they're from. Mm. But I, you know, just put it down. And then I remember it was either right before or right after the Pistons went on the clock. And I looked at my phone and... And there was 57 (laughs) unread text messages. We were having a lively chat. (laughs) I look up one minute, and for me, I was like, I know it didn't take... I know this draft didn't take... The draft took long, but I was like, I know it didn't take this long. I know it didn't. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna... (laughs) I, I am very interested
1: in, and this is a story that will probably never get told. Mm. As you all know, the night before the draft, the, the consensus was mm-hmm. that Javari Smith Jr. was going to go to number one. That was the chalk selection for weeks. Oh, we, so we have one conversation say, now? We're having this conversation. Everyone okay. said Javari Smith is going number one, Chet's number two, is going number three. That was etched in stone yeah and then the night before the draft the betting markets flipped and a lot
0: of smart money
1: evidently
0: when started, that bob is logged into the chat
1: yeah 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 started started pouring in for bank so much so that when woj had to post a tweet saying that no actually it's still going to be jabari smith the following i think morning uh, a number of betting houses had to suddenly just stop had to yank all the betting on who's <laughs> going to be the first overall pick um, I would love to know how that information got leaked and by whom and where that money started flowing in from that
0: that whole story houses, is kind of wild because Banchero yeah. never worked out for the magic like he never no, even came in no. um, and they're just betting on I, I mean,
2: think it's a good pick I, I think really so did. too. Yeah. 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 I well, people are thing. just like, if you look at. <laughs> uh, oh, oh gonna, are, are we, we got the body language experts?
0: Not the body mm-hmm. language experts, but it's just like one of those things where, okay, someone has to be like, okay majority of these guys are not going to work out so just yeah. to be clear like who doesn't work out of this group and that was something i was thinking about where everyone's just like oh chet's going to be the anchor and uh modern uh Pau gasol in oklahoma city palo's going to be chris weber Jabari's going to be uh rashard lewis for whatever and it's like okay all these guys get jaden ivy okay here's the thing jaden ivy Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, Jed Helmgren, and Paolo Banchero cannot all be all NBA players. Yeah. That's not how the draft ever are, works.
1: Odds are, two of them will be good, and the rest will. Yes.
0: So my like decreases. number one pick of I think the top three is probably like where you start. My top three. It's like Chet is like my the modern Hashim to beat for me. That's where I'm at. Where he is my modern Hashim to beat.
2: Wait, 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 wait. In terms he, of in terms of build or in terms of career? Because, career. But, oh, career. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. Because I was like, where hold like, on. It's like you
0: just take him because he was kind of an unknown, and people are like, there's some untapped potential. He was really good on that. He looked really good on that UConn um, team. The,
1: look, the, the advanced metrics. It's not like it was with the beat where he was injured at UConn and he, but he's. Two. But that, and he that, put that a good team was stretch not built around Chet.
0: Like it was if a true Timmy tip but, situation. Yeah, yeah, no. But if you
1: actually do look at, look, I, I also have my doubts about Holmgren. But if you look at actually the evil, evil numbers, if you dork it out and look at the and look at the metrics from when he
0: played, yeah. they all suggest a player who is going to be very good. Can't do it, man. Uh, all three can't all three of them cannot be great no I,
2: well, they could but, no. I mean, see, but it, also, here's, nice. here's my thing yeah. is, Ch- and this was the, the the debate that I had with a friend of mine one of my best friends mm. about this uh, during the season I was mm. like is Chet Holmgren a product of what's around him of is is he a good player surrounded by very good players in a mm. conference that's meh you aren't getting challenged every right. night. Like the thing about the thing that impressed me about Jabari Smith uh, a bit more than Paulo Bancaro, is he was challenged every single night because the, the SEC Andrew is saying that Jabari Smith has that dog in him. That's what he's saying. It, well, and it's in and, and, and a guy that I thought, by the way, my favorite draft, my favorite pick of the entire draft in terms of just entertainment purposes was Walker Kessler going to Minnesota because <laughs> I need Pat Bev to be his vet in camp because I need to see how, just how much or how long it will take for Before Pat break. Bev to crack when he's, <laughs> when he's getting all those terrible dad jokes. Like, please tell me y'all saw that on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah and I yeah. was just like, Oh, this guy is perfect for Minnesota. Walker
0: is such a southern white guy name. I, I've known a lot oh, of Walkers absolutely. in my life. Walker <laughs> Kessler is, you know exactly where my man is from.
2: But yeah. and the thing is, the guy just has this really Walker. insatiable, just really joy about him. That mm. and it's not and it's not funny. It's just it's it's super genuine. Well, I think I'm Pat like, Bev
0: is joyous. Like if you let just stuff, I think he's actually yeah. pretty pretty chill. He, he was great on the JJ podcast. Like, he, he's, like
2: like like Pat Bev is great. But yeah. I'm just saying, like please pair those two together in training camp mm. because Pat Bev is just gonna look at him like.
1: Look, every uh, generation gets the Cole Aldrich it deserves. Is what I'll. I'll well,
0: that's the other that. thing too. Is like, which is your favorite Gonzaga star? And the NBA. Who's your Who's your favorite? Is it Jalen Suggs? I, is it Adam Morrison? Who is it? Is it Corey Kispert? You're
1: saying, you're saying they can't. A player from Gonzaga can't be good. Is what you're.
0: you're I am saying. saying there is exactly like what one player from the WCC that has been an All NBA player in the last thirty years, and it was Steve right. Nash. Is that it? All right. Is that it? Am I missing one? Fine. I mean, vaxing noer John Stockton, but sure. that was a while ago. Though. But his <laughs> son is more recent. Son non the His son was a Gonzaga um, player, too. But, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not saying Chet's not going to be great, but I I think if we had to pick between the three, uh, who's most he's, likely to just be of, okay. He,
1: uh, yes. Home, I mean, that, that, the consensus is that Holmgren has, if everything works out, has, a lot, has the highest upside. Yeah. You, you can absolutely slot either Bankero or Smith into any number of... Bankero's going to be great. I don't think there's a
0: scenario where he's not great.
1: A great, I don't know, but I think he will be. I think he will be a very look good at that player. magic He's history number one pick. NBA
0: player for a long time.
1: That is completely meaningless. It's it um, means
0: everything, Bob. I, I,
1: just to turn it back to Detroit, uh, yeah. during, I think getting Jalen Durant at thirteen was. Outstanding Here's another problem with Detroit, though. This is something I think part. is
0: interesting, and I want to get Andrew's perspective on this. Is that you cannot develop five. Young lottery guys simultaneously. That's not something you can do. So you what? can. Add, uh,
2: which you can.
0: team's done it? Which team's done it? Give me one. The Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City Cup. Incorrect. Three. They had their three. That was it. And then you move on. You cannot do this. But
1: they also. Wait, no, no, no. no. They also had Jeff Green yeah. nice on that roster. They also
0: had Nick Collison. Nick Collison. Come on. Nick, Nick Collison? High, right?
1: Nick Collison was a high draft pick and a Highland Garden oh. player coming out of campus. They had five. They had like a lot of different guys. Three yeah. of no, them but it was still about days. three. You developed
0: three with a high usage. It was three high usage guys. But, but here's
2: but but here's the thing: the NBA is like getting that. younger. Yeah, the Pistons were one of the youngest teams in the league. Mm. Like you kind like there, you're left with no choice at this point because what are vet, what, what do right. what do vets either coming off that second that first or second contract want? Yeah, they want to win a championship. They want to be in a place where they can be competitive, and you know, are, are they going to look at Detroit for that opportunity? No, more than no. likely not. So you've Detroit, got to you've got to go Detroit, young. Well, I would just rather Detroit, pay Detroit, overpay for
0: Kevon Looney and no, try. Than no, trade no, no, Jenner. no,
1: no. You're just so wrong. That's wrong. You're wrong. Mm-mm. No, you want a you're balance.
0: Wrong. You want for every Cade
1: and Jaden Ivey, you want a at, veteran who knows what he's doing. The balance. They have 43 mil- They have a forty-three million-dollar ca- cap space war. Yeah. you do- you want to like throw Stewart and Bay and Durin and and Kate Cunningham mm. and Ivy into the mix, and you will figure out which ones pop. And then yeah.
0: when you are ready to
1: win games,
0: you can buy yourself. Uh, a difference making No you don't category. know When you're ready to win games It's like One of those things The sooner you get Smart veterans around The young guys The better I think
2: But, but here, but no, here, but here's another thing though You've got crazy. You've got a solid GM Troy Weaver Trader Troy Very solid and Wait why do we, we know that Why do we know that Because
1: look at the players He's got on the roster They well, haven't and won look, anything and look, yet
2: He hasn't and look done at what anything yet and look, at, and look at what he's done it's Since still he's too been early. there It's too early It's too early Look, they won I'm what twenty three games I'm, last year. I'm not. I'm not going to vote him executive of the year. I'm just saying the Pistons he- were. The Pistons were. A,
1: a, they were a talented. They were a ta- There was nobody.
2: Mm-hmm. They had Killian
1: yeah. Hayes, and that's it. Two yeah. years ago, right? They were a barren wasteland
0: I'm not saying and either way I don't have, have a definitive one I just don't think we can say yet we have no idea until but, some but, of these guys get a couple you, years you, older oh
2: by, oh by the way the guy who uh, was the architect of perhaps the best or one of the architects of perhaps the best uh, Raptors run in their history so far oh yeah he's the head coach well, I think Nick yeah. Nurse probably is. He wins. That oh, one. oh, oh, oh! You mean the same Nick Nurse that wow. took advantage of not having to go through LeBron in the East, and then yeah, no, that's no, wow. fine. No, all credit to Nick Nurse. Congratulations, you got your title. But I mean I, he's still coached.
0: I it, Nick Nurse is a different cat. Like it the, they weren't on the same defense. Dwayne it was Nick Nurse is felt different. I, I, I think Dwayne Casey's really good. But it's also I don't know. Dwayne, if, Dwayne,
2: Dwayne, well Casey well, well when Kyle Lowry isn't crapping the bed against the developing the, the Dwayne yeah.
1: Casey is an Dwayne Casey installs a structure right. He may not have a great deal of like creativity in terms of offensive sets mm-hmm. and things like that but when it comes to figuring out a kind of replicable structure that young players can develop and flourish in Dwayne Casey is an excellent coach for that stage in team growth I think Dwayne could like <laughs> do you guys want to hear Mike Jacob about how the Knicks did on draft night?
2: Yeah was a I, I, I would like to hear because Leon Rose just put out an Instagram post shout out oh, to you he? bro
0: did he really? Is he an Instagram guy?
2: Really? It, 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 they they or the team just posted like something on social. I don't think they had a media No uh, they didn't. Leon Rose doesn't talk to the press.
0: I was gonna say he hasn't talked to them in like a year and a half or something. God. He talked to them
1: twice in two years and once was on the on MSG network, so it was an entirely Knicks controlled, not actual
2: like Q and A with Mike Breen. I had two I,
1: conferences.
2: Okay, I gotta quit Bob, before you have your Knicks take, I got I, I have a sincere question. Why are the uh, Knicks perhaps that the it? flagship no, fra- right there? Why, why are, are the Knicks? Knicks? Yeah. That's the question, right? Like what? Why? Wh- why are Why are the Knicks basically just the Kings with uh with a Statue More of Liberty money. and Empire State Building attached to it? Mm. Uh, look, we've we've discussed it. They've got. I mean, <sighs> I'm just sick of it, dude. I'm not even a Knicks fan. I'm just sick of them being no, a laughing we... stock. <laughs>
1: They do, they do they do provide some walls for everybody on draft night and and a lot of other nights um also boo when that kid was rude by the way. Did they boo him? Did they,
0: they boo? boo- well, they booed him. Well, that's the them. other thing. Is like there was a – hey, Malika on the they broadcast was like a mixture of boos and cheers. And I was no, like, they
2: booed that kid. Yeah, I was like, what are we talking about? Why?
0: Well,
1: it's that tradition. It's like the Jets and Giants fans when they I used to hold the draft of radio yeah. the music hall booing. But,
2: but I'm sorry. Can you boo if you don't even know who that guy is? I mean, oh, they did it with KP, too. Yes. Oh, I can't even go yeah, to now, Google and get my New York
0: yes. dog. Boo! Yes. yes, yes, you can do that.
2: Yeah. Um – that's Let's, why you don't win nothing.
1: Remove, the, there was something the, – the, the, the Nixie part of what happened is mm. the fact that they made a complicated trade and every single reporter had no idea who the players were or picks were who were involved for a good hour after. Was that
2: the Detroit and, and Charlotte? That I was the Detroit, Charlotte. Oklahoma City trade. Okay, so mm. can I can I can I talk about what happened on the Detroit end of that? Mm-hmm. Please. Okay, because, like you said, for an hour nobody had any idea what was going on, but how it was being pushed out was, in... This is from the New York angle. It was being pushed out from that, that nobody had any idea of what was going on. But we got the particulars because I, I was recording our voice briefings for the Detroit Free Press. Subscribe to the Detroit Free Press. And so Wait, I'm... What is a voice briefing? So so it's kind of like a, um like the Daily for the New York Times. Okay, I got you. We do something like that. Okay. So for sports, Jay Nivey gets picked. But as I'm about to record, like literally about to hit the record button... I see something pop up on my, on my computer. Oh, yeah, there's been a trade. And so I'm just like, expletive, delete it, expletive, delete it. So I'm catching up to everything that's going on. So we got the particulars. It took about 20 minutes. And so as I'm recording, finish it, whatever, I'm watching NBA media on TV talk about that trade. And right. it hadn't gone through. I don't think it fully gone through the league yet. No, but no, it didn't, the really. like ESPN national media, New York media are, New trying, media to media. Who, are trying to figure out what's going on. Fred,
1: Fred, Fred Katz, who covers the Knicks for the Athletic, outstanding. It was so uh, embarrassing. Reporter. And he funny, he texted someone and trying to figure it out. He texted a plugged-in source. You can read this in this story. He texted a guy who he didn't name, but he said usually is very will be clued into what's exactly going on and he goes so what where's where's Dern going is he a nick is he a hornet is he he in oklahoma city where is he what's going on and the answer back is uh who knows lol or something like like, i I didn't get the exact quote but like no somehow i don't there were also some unsort like not clearly sourced rumors that dealing with the Knicks that evening was not the most frictionless experience that they were being, uh, that they were, it was a difficult, there were a lot of different voices in the room. Sounds about right. And so it was difficult Who's in the room, though? Is it World Wide
0: West and Leon and who else?
1: Again, I will point Hmm. you to another story by Yaron Weitzman, who's at Fox News, Fox Sports now, and Yaron did a whole story Hmm. about the process by which they drafted uh, Toppin and quickly a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. basically how the Knicks brain trust operates. And it's not, there's not a clear linear chain of command I would say mm. the way he describes it. Yes, like World on West, according to your own White sources, was like sitting there pounding the table, insisting that quickly had to be the pick at 25. And hmm. he would not take no for an answer and that ended up on like Leon Rose will be making the final decisions. Uh, William Worldwide West- Wesley has a very large presence but Soto's uh capologist Brock Aller and Soto another of um, How one, long has another, he been there? Uh, he was brought on when Rose came. Okay. In, and is generally well regarded at least reportedly. Um but there are I again if you google your own Weitzman, Nick's Rose Wesley, you'll find this article. Yeah, um, and it, it details a somewhat chaotic decision tree. So it's not surprising that it was not clear exactly who had the final authority. Of to sign. That was what some of the goth that was floating around.
0: During well, like, Red who Network, do you call first? Are you calling Leon right. first? Yeah,
1: right. Who are you? Do, who are you talking with? Do you, do you go through? Uh, do you go through some of the, his assistants? Yeah. Do you get Wesley on the phone? Who actually do? gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down on trade. In the end, I just want to say this, though. Nixie weirdness aside, by the way, it still doesn't top the all-time weirdest Knicks moment, yeah. which came during the Vegas Summer League in 2012, which was when the Rockets signed Jeremy Lin to a restricted free agent
0: contract. I remember this.
1: And the Nix, uh, Glenn Grunwald...
0: Yes. Been on the pod, front of the pod. Hid...
1: In a Vegas hotel mm-hmm. To try to avoid actually physically Because the, the, the clock doesn't start ticking on Whether or not the Knicks get to match A free agent contract like that
0: mm-hmm. Until
1: the Knicks actually have The piece of paper with the contract In their hands yeah. And so because the Knicks were trying to convince the owner That it was a good idea to match the contract And Dolan was at this point like Thought that Jeremy Lin was Too rude and didn't want to like Match the contract Yeah like, the Knicks didn't keep Jeremy Lin because he, he, like, asking for more money made Dolan mad, reportedly. Mm. And so... The Knicks brain trust was hiding in a Vegas hotel to avoid actually being presented with the contract. That's why. But... <sighs> but... <laughs> Ancillary weirdness aside, there is you can defend what the, I think giving up four they ended up giving away four second round picks to offload Kemba Walker's contract.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: On the one hand that looks bad cuz they just signed Kemba Walker a year ago and now yeah. they have to give up chips in order to get rid of him. That's
2: bad. And Detroit bought out his contract. Or right. they already do done that. They're going to do that they're, so he's not sticking their, around. The trade
1: doesn't go through till July 6th and at that point they're going to they'll make him a free agent. But yeah. On the other hand, you can also argue, and I think you can credibly argue that a front office that recognizes a decision and does what it needs to do to rectify the problem, even if that is that they don't they don't buy into the sunk cost fallacy and they do what yeah. they need to do to offload them. Whether or not it should have cost four second round picks to get rid of an expiring eight million dollar contract is another matter altogether. Right. But they did. What, in a, if, if, you are, if you are in agreement that, there, that this draft is not a particularly strong one and there were only a couple of guys that the Knicks front office liked and those guys weren't available at 11 and you weren't able to or didn't feel or felt that the cost was too high to trade up to get that guy, whichever that guy is, whether it's Jaden Ivey or reportedly Johnny Davis, who I'm not a fan of. But once the guys they liked were off the board – getting three conditional late firsts for that 11th pick is also a very defensible move. And if they are going to get Jalen Brunson, which Mark Stein very in his newsletter also recommended subscription for you basketball heads. If they are, you can, you can argue what the merits are to paying Jalen Brunson, what looks like now $27 million a year. Yeah. It what it's going to cost. It's like again. four years,
0: hundred and whatever.
1: Four years between a hundred and a hundred and ten million is apparently the price tag for Jalen Brunson services. Some might say locking $230 million of committed money into Jalen Brunson and, and Julius Randle is not the best way to build a good team.
0: It's the way to build Southpaw too.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, like,
0: Andrew cannot have. Say
1: what you will about the Knicks Say what you will about the Nick team building strategy, but at least it's an ethos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what's
0: the ethos?
1: I, I'm I'm cleaning up a quote from the Big Lebowski. Program, okay. Yes. Um, if that is the plan, and they are able to get Brunson, mm-hmm. I don't know if it is the best. I don't know if it is the best way to build a successful team but it is more of an it is more of a clear direction than the knicks have had in 20 years Hmm. so yeah i get that that, and look again um there there is a world where jalen brunson is like for, has a similar career arc to Fred Van Lee. And you, what you now have is a guard capable of giving you 25 and 5. And that kind of a guard is worth $27 million a year for, four, for, for the peak four years of his career.
0: Yes. You also I, haven't had a good lead I, guard in your, uh, in your that adult part, life. The Knicks that part,
1: have not right. had a good talent. Uh, this will be the, next, the best Knicks point guard since and, and Lynn, as much as I love Lynn Sanity, for two weeks does not count. Mm. this would be the best Knicks point guard over the course of a full season since Stephon Marbury in 2004 oh Jesus that's nearly Stephon dark. Marbury's good
2: mm, so yeah. like,
1: there were a lot of things about Stephon Marbury that were very bad uh, including various incidents in trucks and late night Ustream recordings but um, as an <laughs> actual as
0: that a is actual, some old, old NBA Twitter heads remember clearly yeah
1: in that when Stefan so Marbury was involved being, in that, n- no, yes, it was Vaseline. When yeah, Stefan Marbury was being benched by Mike Stanton after he took over, mm-hmm. YouTube wasn't really a thing yet. So, Stefan Marbury went on a service called Ustream and recorded himself live for 24 hours in a row. Stefan Marbury ended podcasting, you guys. No <laughs> one denies this, uh, in any case. So, yes. Uh, Jalen Brunson would immediately be the next best player and there you can I would argue that he probably hasn't that he's got another couple of steps to go as a player in terms of his development I I think I think it's a defendable move. I think they need to get rid of Julius Randle. I think they need to open up more playing time for Ovi Toppin. I think they've got to – they have some work to do. I think if they can re-sign Mitch Robinson to a reasonable contract, they should absolutely do that, especially since I think Detroit is going big game hunting for DeAndre Ayton or Bust. And so, look, there's a pl- – I it need Detroit to finish to the job there. The I need him
0: not in Atlanta. I need Detroit to go ahead and lock in that sign-and-trade for Aiton. I, I cannot have him Why in
1: would you? Why would you not want to move some combination of Capella to get Aiton? Capella well, Capella's and is a better player.
0: Aiden. Let's start there. Um, Capella and Trey are, are tight. Uh, Capella's older. Uh, Capella uh, has legitimate NBA things that we can point to. as like, this is a really good thing to have. You are um, underrating DeAndre Aiden. I'm they not. Were absolutely
1: so, underrating him, and you were wrong.
0: And, and look, Capella's I love fraud. the horn sets as much as anybody else, but uh, a big who doesn't love contact is not for me. And Trey and Capella. Oh wow.
1: DeAndre Ayton's soft is the take from Chase Thomas. He doesn't disgusting.
0: do. I have no interest. And got... Like, he might change. He's he still got, super young. Okay. Like, he's not... He's just not my kind of big. Like, if you're... Like, you have two types of bigs now. Where I either want a Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella type, or I want a Bametta bio type. That's it. And... That, that that's all i want and anybody else don't have any interest in uh what kind yeah, of you is. wouldn't want a joel and type or a nicholas well, those guys type. you'll never find like those are one and a bit like the, yeah, those, those are so never mr positive
2: over here Jeez.
0: they just don't like joel and is a unicorn that is one where it's like we're gonna see a joel and every like 15 you years you, a, you a, a unicorn you like...
2: that won't ever make
0: the finals oh wow. wow hold on i love joel like i'm a big joel guy but it's an insult to Joel to say that Aiden could be anywhere close to Joel. I just don't think that's a, that's a thing.
1: Aiden Aiden absolutely has the dimension to be a better player than Capella.
0: I don't think so because Capella knows who he is, and I don't think Aiden would. I don't think Aiden is at the age where he's ready to say, "Hey, I'm a fourth or fifth option, and I need." Like I think that's part of the issue in Phoenix where it was like. Part of where he had that renaissance last year was he was just a rim running defense for Sky, who never shot the. already better than Capella in that role. I don't think that's true. Peak Capella is still better, but just counting, I've seen a lot of good Capella.
2: A lot of good Capella. Peak peak, peak Capella sounds like a water, (laughs) like a a mineral water brand. Who the hell is Peak Capella?
0: Peak Capella. I love Peak Peak Capella. Oh, Peak. Yeah, Pete Capella. Uh, you were like,
2: "Oh, babe, Pete Capella." Yeah, uh, you know, re, 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 reliever for the uh, reliever for the Phillies in uh, nineteen eighty-six. There you go. Chuck Speaking it. of the Phillies, calling up Mark Capella today. Pig Shout for out the to him. You know what? Good for him cause I he, know he, he, he Mark Capella back in the big. Yeah, really? Because he was supposed to be oh, the guy. He left baseball and the back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, didn't did he come? Didn't he come back either? Right before, Last year. Or right after the pandemic. Right after, oh, I think. Okay. Yeah, because he was, you know, out of Stanford, was supposed mm-hmm. to be the guy. and He just had, in, he just had injuries, right? He just blew yeah. his shoulder. It was really injuries good. and then I think kind of, you know, mental I was going to say, did he have yips?
0: Was he a yips guy? I, I don't remember. I so.
2: I think I he did. It wasn't Rick No, Ankele I think You yips. think you have Ankele who had the yips. No,
0: I know Ankele did, but I thought Appel had something. I, I know there was a lot of pressure of the number one pick, and he walked away from in the injuries and stuff like that, but... Yeah, no, he was – because I think he went top three back-to-back years, right? Because didn't he get yeah. drafted by someone in the top three, and then he went back to Stanford, and then he got drafted number one by the Astros? Am I right? I'm, that I'm a draft
1: you? guy. I got I got nothing. It's like I'm, I'm at the methadone clinic reading Keith Law of Mock.
0: mock, mock in, in Here's all you need year, to like, know, Bob. Four Tennessee volunteers in the top 200. You love to see it.
2: Hey, Chase, mm-hmm. how many uh, College World Series championships? That's enough
0: a sport where the best team does not win more often than not is has needs to reevaluate their playoff system i like the chaos it's a wild what, time, what, why man. why that's not the point of it you were at home in a super regional so were the last other two like arkansas also, was but, oh, arkansas but. was and ucla was before that
2: Oh, by the way, uh, college. Co- d- despite the fact that there is an all-SEC uh, college World Series final, not no, gonna... it's not.
0: Oklahoma's not there yet. We're we're not including Oklahoma yet.
2: Jokes, facts, chase, mm-hmm. jokes. All right, mm-hmm. all right. facts. All right. The all right, Bob
0: is like getting some SEC.
2: Like he's... I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, just saying, like in a, <laughs> re- just real quick, in a, in a, in a sport that has so much oh, parity, oh, but always no, circles good. back to the SEC. <laughs> Watch Tennessee make a run to Omaha next year. Yeah, I, I went to Omaha last year. With our worst on yet. the yeah.
0: podcast today. Okay. I mean, Tennessee baseball is a juggernaut that's not going anywhere. People forget everything's cool. We're fine. Um, the Hawks, though, they did not make a trade for John Collins where it was like, oh, he's getting moved before the deadline. I know. Well, I, I, I messaged you, you guys. Why do you hate? Why do you hate AJ Griffin? Why do you hate him? He is the son former player, Adrian Griffin. Why do you hate him? Well, he doesn't play, he doesn't. which is a problem. We already have a wing who has high upside that doesn't play because of injuries. Like, that's who's turning Reed 25 McConnell, this though. fall. <laughs> yeah. So... It's really just, I respect them just throwing darts. They're like, all these Duke Wings can't work out. Like, one of them's going to have to work out. Cam, Jalen, and now one Oh, one of
1: the Duke Wings is going to work out, but yeah. anyone who went to Gonzaga is
0: damned for life, I guess. Yeah, you he- would I, bet on the Duke kids over Gonzaga kids every single day it's of the week. It's true. That is yeah. my
1: Coach K is a fraud codicil, so <laughs> that's true.
0: Um, But I I think it's interesting. I wrote about it yesterday for the Substack, com. but I wrote about, like, why... Schlank and the Hawks are in such a weird spot. Like I talked about Capella. They but are, they there's nothing you can do because if you move Collins, you're going to have to do a mini rebuild because you're not going to get the same ready to win now value. And I think that's what they're finding, where it's like you'll see the DeJounte report, and it's like they're not giving up DeJounte Murray for him. No. So you you're gonna have to There's a report this morning, this first one, three first for DeJounte Murray
1: and, and you, no one's doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't and think anyone's doing that.
1: If I were the Knicks, I would do that before sign, Before I would sign. Um, He's not that player.
0: Texas. He's a good player. He averaged
1: 25, 8, 9 last
0: year. Three first-rounders, you're a first-team, second-team All-NBA guy. Like, if I'm going that many consecutively or something like that, you got to be first, second-team. got to be one of the eight best cards in the 25, 8, and 9 last year. I like DeJounte. Can't do it. Can't do three firsts. Can't do it.
1: I, w- I would give up, if I were the Knicks, and the choice is sign Jalen Brunson how do
0: we get back, back to the Knicks I was voicing my frustration about the Hawks Bob I was voicing yeah, the, my Hawks first... are,
1: the Hawks are in a very tough place because yes. they, it, they they have to both reconfigure the roster get good value and not piss off Trey Young And there aren't a lot of, like, NBA trades are not, okay, I have this good guy who kind of doesn't fit, and you have this good guy who doesn't fit, so why don't we exchange them, and Mm -hmm. we'll both be happy. That's not the basic structure of NBA trades. It's going to be tough. They need to move Collins. They, they, but see they the thing is
0: why Collins if you look oh, he's a success story he is someone that getting drafted 19 everyone around him is on different teams or out of Wake the league Forest, now
1: another, like Jake LaRavia another Wake Forest
0: guy. yeah yep. Jeff Teague now a scout for the Hawks so yeah Wake Forest U uh, up here and uh, or down there in Atlanta. Well, we're all about the Demon Deacons here in Brooklyn we love the Demon Deacons oh yeah. you want a fun fact about the Demon Deacons Bob what where do you think they rank in enrollment among the 130 FBS schools uh first last oh very small school Bob very small okay. small school but then the Tim Duncans of the world still find their way out of there beautiful I mean, campus I mean
2: you could play I, the I, most prestigious conference in America but you know whatever not um, anymore I, it, college basketball runs to the SEC
0: now
1: I, I think look I think the, I think the Hawks Andrew didn't like that the Hawks looked offended
0: In retrospect,
1: the Hawks making the Eastern Conference
0: Finals two years ago was a fun, fun summer, man. Canary in
1: the the coal
0: mine moment. Do you remember that next series? No, I
1: think it it artificially, no, I have no idea what happened. I think it (laughs) artificially, I think it sped up their timeline in a way. That possibly was not good because now no, now but they through, sped up
0: their timeline before the season anyway. Because they signed Gallo, they signed Bogey, they already did that. Like that was the goal. Right, and they now sped they, up the time. now
2: they have to move all those guys. Yes, Andrew. Andrew. As somebody whose team had a sped up timeline, mm. um, yeah. Some t- and I've noticed this with the Celtics when the timeline is sped up and you aren't prepared for it. Bad decision. That's that and. And when, when the timeline is sped up and you don't do anything about it... Wait, are we talking about I'm Hayward fine. or Kyrie I'm here? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna go therapy about it. Mm-hmm. i gonna go therapy about <laughs> it. I'm fine. I still hate Danny Ainge, by the way. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, he's, he's busy. He's got a... He's now Danny Ainge is gonna screw up Utah. It's
2: gonna Oh, be God, cool. I can't wait either. Oh! <laughs>
0: Oh, I just can't wait to see how they handle this uniform stuff. When the merch sales are horrendous, and they just have good. to keep, yeah, huh?
2: So the main court, the yeah, so the main court looks fantastic. It's, I think the jerseys might help, but man. I
1: did, I did some research. It actually is five years until a team can okay. officially do a rebrand.
2: Yeah, this will be okay. Oh, is it? Like is it just? Mm. Is it the league, or is it because of? that Nike is the outfitter because I think the, so, the, because the well, Browns went through the same drama. thing.
0: Well, yeah. they might just do that where it's like they can't officially rebrand, but they still wear the throwbacks more often than not. They might, that's oh what yeah, absolutely.
2: That's what that is absolutely what they're going to do. I, some NHL team did that. Um, it was either NHL or NBA. I, you know, I think it was the jazz. Cause they throw, they were like some throwbacks when, when they were with Adidas and everybody loved them. And then they. I don't think it was the Jazz. Run. No, it was another team. That I know, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the team. Okay. Because yeah, because we're we're we're, we're we're on the same track. We're just trying to the you Browns.
1: Know. The Browns. Jamie. The Mini did that. Jamie. When they wore the, yeah. Yeah.
2: the
1: well, color? They wore the color rush uniforms.
2: Yeah. very
1: And then the Rams. like.
0: Because they had to wait five years. Oh, the Jaguars to, um, did that with, like, the two-tone helmets,
2: didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah, like, okay. So I, I think yeah. it might have been the Jaguars I was thinking about. Because yeah. everybody hated it. The UPS the like,
0: uniforms. Oh, God. The UPS Jags logo that well, they did in the
2: rebrand. And it was... Which... I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't terrible. But, yeah, it was just... Uh, but, yeah, no, the browns, Two-tone
0: helmets were a mistake.
2: The, the, the browns were just... It's one of the most iconic uniforms in the NFL. Yeah, mm. and those, and they—they they just look terrible. And and it was just like, no, like you've got to, in a way, and the, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the nike major league baseball collection that's the off-white collection Mm -mm. for oh like cream are we talking off-white no no i'm talking about the off-white virgil abloh uh off-white collection that he does yeah i saw that oh yeah yeah is it good or bad it's effing Uh, terrible chase Uh, um i was not a fan i was a fan of the whole nike major league baseball marriage at first and then my boss in in tacoma we were talking about because he's a big he's a big baseball fan he's like I hate it because I know what's coming. And I'm just like, oh, baseball uniforms are going to be cool. And he was just like, no. He was like, Nike is going to Nike. And I said, they'll be fine. They'll be cool. And when I saw the all-star uniforms from last year, I sent him a message. You're right. Yep. (laughs) Like, it's, it's terrible. Like, they're just so bad. And mm. it's and it's and it's hard to enjoy the game like the city connect uniforms. There's maybe been one good one,
0: mm-hmm. the, White and, Sox,
2: the White Sox, the ne- White Sox one. Okay, two, White Sox. But I was going to go Marlins with the Sugar Kings. The Marlin Sugar Kings. Um, uh, I think that's really really good. But yeah, it's just it's all. Bad. I miss the Marlins. I like them. I like I like I
1: like uh I, I the the. the The Angels one is bad. I don't like the The Angels
2: one is like a is like a knockoff of a. uh, This isn't a Disney movie about angels in the outfield. Yeah, but it's but it's a direct to DVD from the from the guy who played on uh, Seventh Heaven. uh, Somehow Tony Danza
1: and French Stewart are
0: still in it. It's really weird. Wait, how is Tony Danza in it? He (laughs) dies in the movie. Spoiler! It's it's implied. It's implied. It's implied.
2: Did he not just he die he, in the movie? No, they, I I, do they do say that he. The they the they, the they the so the so, do so do the in Angels in the Outfield. Is he not an angel in the outfield? No, again? no, he. They imply that he's going to die later on,
0: right? Like he had like stage whatever cancer, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever, but he,
2: yeah. But he he's wasn't an actually dead on the
0: field. <laughs> I thought for whatever reason I just re, I just imagined him and Tony okay. Danza in the outfield. I, the I, I speaking. Of- Janky baseball movies. I'm totally yeah. dating myself here, but
1: did you guys ever see the movie uh, with um, with Gary Coleman, the kid from left field? No. About the San Diego Padres.
0: No. <laughs> oh,
2: what the hell is? So I I know my baseball Jenny, movies. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, <Jenny, Jenny,
0: laughs> go to
1: IMDb. Look up the kid from oh, left field.
0: Oh, oh 1979. God.
1: 1979, Gary Coleman at the height of his star powers on different strokes. He which, which, is, Robert, which is
2: ironic that you said the height of his star powers, by the way. <laughs> he, was a,
1: he was a TV star in 1979.
2: But you said the height of his powers.
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't even realize He's got that. the good. Um, oh, this is the, the vintage Padres logos. And look how. Like yes, they wore the, the
2: 1978
1: uniforms. The yeah. story Robert Guillaume, who you may all know from Benson or other fine television programs, or or Sports Night.
2: They really named him Jackie Robinson in this movie? Jesus Christ. Yes, they did. Did they really? Okay,
1: so Gary Coleman plays the son of former Padres superstar played by Robert Guillaume, and the team is losing and not doing well. And through dint of luck, Gary Coleman gets named manager of the Padres, and so the joke is, here is a very, very small child actor co- managing a major league baseball team and uh, there's uh, and hijinks ensue. And eventually Robert Guillaume becomes the actual manager. It's uh, like Robert Guillaume is sort of a disgruntled with and disillusioned by and rejected from baseball type. I don't know if it's supposed to be Dick Allen or Kurt Flood or whomever, but like that's the vibe that Robert Guillaume is supposed to have in this paper. The kid from left field. mm. I'm sure you can watch it Somewhere on the internet If you want to catch up on that But it does have the The classic 1978 Mustard and mud
0: Padres po- uniform uh, That's interesting That there is go. wild Andrew
2: What? Your pick of the week <laughs> The kid from Westfield <laughs> Andrew's gonna watch this movie <laughs> no, You know what the sad thing is Is I probably Like in the next I would say 40 to 72 hours I'm gonna find Because I'm off uh, On Sunday So like I'm going to find it. it. I will I'm going to find it. T- oh, no, here's the sad thing. I'm going to find it today. <laughs> oh,
1: God.
2: Bob. I will no. to I'm log on I've got it. so much there TV to catch up on. I've got to – I'm actually going to start the boys tomorrow. Um, and so because I keep Bob, seeing – I keep seeing stuff on my timeline, and I'm like, damn it. I'm just. I'm going to start the show tomorrow. Everybody shut up. Uh, honestly – I'm just yeah. ready for a sports break. That's mm. what I am ready for go. because for a four sport town such as Detroit, Atlanta, and New York, actually, okay, we'll count Atlanta's we'll three. count we'll, we'll, we'll count colleges uh, as the fourth one since you know you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't handle a hockey team okay. again. That's
0: not what happened. Um, but okay.
2: But, yeah, no, I just, I just...
1: by the way, which is weirdly, like, named after the city getting destroyed in the Civil War, which was... <laughs> nice.
2: The Flames the and second, then the Thrashers. The Atlanta Flames fire logo, though. Fire logo. And yeah, the, they went to the, Calgary and actually became something of themselves. Congratulations. Um, no, I'm just ready for a break. I'm ready for, you know, to focus on just... Non sports stuff. Just get back to normal yeah. society. Watch marathon <laughs> some shows. Barry, The Boys. Um, I think was better. Call, I think I think when Better Call Saul actually ends, that's when I'm going to begin the series. Yeah, um, I haven't
1: and, jumped in. I watched like one and a half seasons, and I couldn't get into it. And but so I kind of let it go. But everyone.
2: I watched the first Great ever, now, so. yeah. I watched the first ever episode because I love Breaking Bad. I watched the first ever episode yeah. of Better Call Saul. I was interested, but then I also had like I was going back to school at that time, so I'm like, I don't have time for this. Um, no, but yeah. <clears throat> uh, also, Stranger Things, part uh, two. of I season haven't, four. I haven't done it. Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of the Uh-oh. new. Series. I think you'd enjoy it. I think you
1: did. It looks fine. I'll, I'm sure when I have a need, I'll get into
2: it. I haven't done it yet. I mm-hmm. Also, uh, need need real quick. Need some convincing on something. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm thinking about getting a Nintendo Switch. Yay or nay? This is not my area of
0: expertise. I was going to say this is it's not like my area. I'm not a gamer.
2: Yeah, I'm not a gamer, man. Cool. We're sorry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. thank you for your service. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, uh, Andrew. According, no, according, yeah. to, according to my 12 year old niece, it's a lot of fun. So okay, well, I'll take her opinion for it. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Glad, never... gl- glad glad you guys could not be of use for this. I'm sorry, Andrew. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bob, what's your pick of the week?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll, let's just leave it. I think I've done enough. I know we can do talk.
0: vacuums with long, uh, long cords. Like it's a good vacuum you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I've, thing I've can been, go, I've man. Been
1: vacuuming today. I've been back yeah. doing some vacuuming today. I like uh, it. I, have a, I have a Dyson stick,
0: but that's for upstairs. That's the downstairs vacuum. Oh, you got a downstairs vacuum as one of my fi- like that, that is thing. most bougie thing, is thing I've ever heard. 20,
1: that thing is twenty. I, look, there was a Dyson stick yeah. that someone just left on the corner for free. Mm. So I took it. Those things are like not cheap. Could have been Peter English. Right. They are on, it was sitting there in Brooklyn Heights on the corner. Yeah. And I said, hey, free vacuum, score. <laughs> so now I have an upstairs and a downstairs vacuum. And that thing there, that weighs 25 pounds. So I'd rather not be constantly hauling it up and
0: down the stairs. So two vacuums. Mm-hmm. Two vacuums. Okay, too classy. I like it. Uh, my pick of the week: Bosch Legacy. Finished it yesterday. What a show! I, what I is just that? I want to I want to spend so much time with the Harry Bosch world. Like it's a it's a great world to live in. Uh, what, is, what is a Harry so Bosch great. world? A Harry Bosch world is Bosch just,
1: is a <laughs> show that is enjoyed by a certain brand of media person, of which Chase
2: is one of them. <laughs> Chase was it trying to a, hold it in so much. It is a, what does it that is mean, a, Bob? Is it a, like a super just, pretentious show or something? No.
0: No, it's not. That's the thing. I think it's he's doing a complexion just, joke.
2: It's, it's. Oh, it's no, a white guy show.
1: I, I mean, granted, the guys I know who like it are all Caucasians, but... Yeah. And they all happen to work in media. So. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm saying it's a police procedural that is beloved i'm not exactly sure why i've never watched boss
0: it's not even a procedural you get the whole 10 episodes and it's not one episode and they start all over the next time it's a whole seer it's season long uh it's let's different. solve the case okay yeah it's so good titus is fantastic i love titus yes
1: yes we all love beloved character actor titus Welliver. no he's one's fantastic he's never cool. heard of him
0: He's the guy from Lost. He's the man in black from Lost. Um, he's in a
1: lot. He's in like 100 different things. Yeah, he's, he's in been. a lot of
0: stuff. A lot of stuff.
1: He, he is often the assistant to the head cop doing cop
0: things also. He's an Irish guy in Sons of Anarchy.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a, he's running around with uh, John Hamm in the town solving. Oh, time. I forgot he was in the.
2: Oh, town. that's him. Okay, yeah, he, he, mm. okay, I know, I I know who you're talking about now. The town underrated heist movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Here's my auntie recommendation. Late at night, a couple of nights ago, I, I, as you guys know, I was watching the new Doctor Strange, and mm-hmm. it's awful. <laughs> you were so upset. It was just it was i was like is this supposed to, it, like <laughs> they Sam Raimi did all this Sam Raimi it was like what happened what would happen if like Bruce Campbell
2: was in a Marvel movie with really bad cgi uh-oh okay so okay so i took it as sam raimi was doing a kind of a love letter to the horror film to the 70s 80s horror film genre yeah, in this but, movie yeah right But But you hated every single moment of it. It was just so bad, it was
1: so bad. I will not, All right, everyone everyone listening, spoiler alert, spoiler Mm. alert, earmuffs, earmuffs, Mm -hmm. I'll say this in 10 seconds. The only part of Doctor Strange into the mouth of multi madness that I liked was when John Krasinski got blown up. That was cool, that was awesome.
2: and, and and he w- oh by the way um so there's a uh, Chase chase would know this mm. so Brock Lesnar is a wrestler he once told Hear Heath off Slater off. Him up yeah, yeah yeah take- We're done. so he, he so so done. there was a moment where Heath Slater he was a wrestler and he was going through this whole thing where he was going to get fired if he didn't do XYZ you know whatever and so he was like I got kids I got I, you mm. know, I, gotta, I, you know, I got all these kids I got to take care of and Brock Lesnar goes into the ring one day and he's like Dude, I'm a father. I've got kids. I completely understand. You got to do what's best for your family. Like everybody knows where this is go- where this is ending up, which is he's going to get a wrestling move put on him, and it's going to be hilarious. But Brock just does such a great job taking you on this ride, and then he just says. I don't give a S about your kids. And then he gives them an F5. And basically, once again, spoiler alert, Wanda does the same thing to him, and I'm just over here like look, I I'm in the movie theater and I just went golf clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is yeah. It's like that was good. Mm. That was yeah. good.
1: Everything else, utter garbage. Like a seventies a seventies horror movie. You cannot smoosh that together with the Disney machine that is Marvel and make it...
2: But apparently they work. were going to make that rated R. They were so okay. close. They were so close to making it rated R, rated R, but Disney was like... you know, Mickey was like,
0: oh, you can't do
1: that. No! <laughs> uh-huh. You can't! Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. We're not going to see Mr. Fantastic's dong oh, in this one. Oh. Um, the thing that, like... Oh, my the, God. The The... the The thing about Doctor Strange as a comic book character that makes him work is that he is, and they sort of hint at this at the movie, is that he is such an egotist that he continually screws things up because of his belief in his, because of his his own sense of self-regard, and then things go horribly wrong and he goes, "Oh, well, I guess I better not, I I'm going to have to learn to not to do that again." And then he does it again
2: and again and again and again. Did you did you watch Which, the did you watch the Marvel uh the what, what if, if series? No, I could not. Okay. Because they yeah, touch I, on that. Right. Yeah. Also Chase is looking at probably looking at us like, "Okay, nerds."
0: i just i i'm i full-on done the uh not david chase who's the uh martin scorsese of that world like i'm i'm out have not watched a marvel anything in forever also
2: can we talk about how how martin scorsese uh was like oh yeah netflix is gonna do all these great auteur films and then netflix is like hey uh but hey JB. Three hundred more dollars, or three hundred uh, more million for the Stranger Things stuff. Okay, yeah, good. Oh, cool. That's not Thank his you. fault though. He Thank had you. the right idea. You. Hey, hey, are we gonna are we gonna do the the, the aging for uh for Al Pacino again? No, Oh, okay. Yikes. Cool, 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 cool. Thank you.
0: Andrew's doing a wow. He's doing a bit. Oh, he's
1: doing, he's doing,
2: a doing a
0: bit. All right, I, just, let's, I need an uh, assistant. By the way, yeah, I really need, do. I'm We all need busy. assistance. I would it, look at it. Bob is just the. I love it, uh, Bob at Bob Sayeta. Anything we should check out for you at uh, the hey, database anywhere else this week?
1: Uh, trust the process; it's all you know, it'll all be, it'll <laughs> be, it'll
0: be done soon. There you go, Andrew. What about you over at the uh, Detroit Free Press?
2: Um, got a fantastic Q and A I did uh, over the uh, last week with uh, AEW an- lead announcer Excalibur. That's coming out on Tuesday, and I will be over at uh, Blood and Guts uh watching some aew wrestling on uh wednesday night
0: there you go there you go andrew bobby silverman thank you as always uh i greatly appreciate it and i will talk to y'all all right that'll do it for this edition of the sports reporters who have indeed reassembled on this monday morning june 27th edition here on the them's podcast here on the blue wire pod network Go check out all the other great programs all across our network uh, Insight with Chris Van Fleet, uh Spinsters with Haley O'Shaughnessy and Jordan Liggins. Uh, we got Road Trippin' with uh, former NBA stars, Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson. All kinds of great shows all across our platforms. So go check it out today. Blue, Wire's pod, Blue Wire Pods. Dot com uh thank you as always for making the chase most podcast part of your daily listen uh, however you listen whether it's via youtube whether it's on the, your apple podcast app your spotify podcast app or you're just your preferred podcast player but if you uh do listen via apple Podcasts or spotify please make sure that you leave this show a five-star rating and a review it helps other people find the show and it helps this show continue to grow and that would be great you can always email the program for any mailback stuff or anything along those lines at chasemospodcast at gmail.com. New content all week long coming to you here on the Chasemos Podcast. So look out for that. Um, but yeah, there you go. Most Podcast, new week, and all kinds of great new content coming your way. So. Keep it locked right here on the Chase Most Podcast on your podcast player. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any future content from me. Read me, com. All kinds of content all around uh, uh, all around my stuff. So there you go. Uh, Uncle Derek, how'd I do?
2: Nicely done, nephew.